pre-show. I hadn't talked to you. It's been like, what, three weeks? Three weeks. No, it's been like two weeks. It's just, it was just a Super Bowl Sunday we missed. Well, I wasn't on the show. I wasn't on the pro, the show before Super Bowl Sunday. I wasn't on Super Bowl Sunday, oh and I goodness, wasn't on last is, week. What is going? So there's on? been at least oh, three shows. Goes. Uh, no, that's just one show. One show. Oh my goodness, what is that? What am I sharing right now? I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. Hold on. You could have gone back to that screen. I would have done something funny. I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I would I would have given a nod. Uh, to a welcome YouTuber. to the pre-show, everybody. Th- this is where we. This is the uh, part of the show where we talk about what we're gonna do on the show. Oh, there it is. There's the setting I need. Streamyard sharing. Uh, this was the easy <laughs> one. The Mondays are always my favorite shows. We're just talking about all of the new comics that are coming out this week, and dude, I it know. is a heap of helping. Yeah. For the last oh, hey, week of Andy. the month. Yeah, I know, right, dude? It looked like I was tripping, tripping balls. You can uh, go back to that. And John I would've, Oliver, I would've... the John Oliver episode this week, uh, his first episode back for this season is all about. He's got a lot of stuff like every week. Oh, but, last man, week his tonight segment is all about yeah. Last week tonight, all about uh, psychedelics and using them in. In uh, medicine, it was kind of like Let this. That's kind of like what it looked like. That's so man. I feel like I'm watching the the Flash trailer again. Yeah, right. It's a thousand <laughs> Batmans. They have oh, made man. the Michael Keaton Batman like so badass, like on that level of oh, like Michael Ben Affleck. Keaton badass. made himself badass. No, yeah, but they, but they're doing things with Michael Batman. Keaton. Go ahead, go ahead. I think we got an audio okay. delay, but go ahead. Like they 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 take because the the 1989 movie and its subsequent sequels were kind of by comparison tame by today's standards, but they have taken the Michael Caine Batman and done Keaton. given him Michael the Ben Keaton. Affleck treatment. Michael Keaton. Michael yeah. Caine was also in Batman. I know it's hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> too many Michaels in Batman. There's too many Michael K's up in here. Okay, <laughs> but they they taken Michael Keaton's Batman and they've turned him into the Batfleck. No, I don't. And I love it. I love it. I mean, it's good. I just think it's an odd comparison. You know what I mean? What are we looking at all the Batman for? Because we were making a comparison. Oh, I had an. I had last (laughs) here. Maybe I can show you. Here, maybe I can show you. Um, let me see if I can if I can cause the bug again. Uh, no, here it was. Right here. Right here. I did this. Womp womp. Oh, gracious. Oh, it's eternity. It's eternity. Womp womp. Literally. <laughs> I mean, it's that not a bug that happens dude. on like I... every Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dude, you know what my favorite part of a Zoom call is when everybody gets there on time and the dude says, let's just give everybody a few more minutes. I mean, I literally start making fun of people at work when they say that. I'm like, yeah, let's give everybody a few more minutes is like the. The motto of Zoom. It should be their tagline. Let's let's all psych each other. Too many Michaels. Yeah, too many Michaels. You know, I will say Uh, though, Michael Keaton showing up in that flash trailer really didn't do anything for me, you know. What do you mean? Well, maybe you're not from that generation. I I like okay, so that is true to some extent that like I like the old Tim Burton Batman movies, but like they are way down on my list of favorite Batman movies. Oh yeah, that's the problem. That's All I was maybe. doing is they, saying that they they pretty much have amped up Michael Keaton's Batman to the Batfleck levels. But I mean, who else could be your favorite Batman though, outside of animated, of course, because that goes. Without well, Kevin saying. Conroy, yeah, goes without saying. But yeah, okay, I guess my favorite live action Batman is Christian Bale, just because I like those movies the best. Oh yeah, you ain't wrong there. Yo, there's rumors that he's gonna show up in this. Man, whatever. There's but... rumors that he was in the trailer, that his Batman was in the trailer, because people were like saying. All right, there's like this blue cowled Batman in there, and they're like, "Oh, that's Batfleck," you know, just in the blue. And I'm like, "I don't think so." But Christian Bale didn't wear the blues; there. he was all black. Yeah, he was. But all black. if they're pulling it from a multiverse sort of thing, I guess I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't as much as have, I was just we, saying we that Christian Bale's my favorite Batman, he also does seem like a huge prick. So I don't know that he'd even want to be in he, this movie. He, he hey, money of, talks, he man. Money I guess. Talks. 
right? We'll talk about the uh, uh, DC Universe uh, later on as we're going to talk about the books this week. Um, but anything else you guys want to mention? Dave hasn't been here in a week or two. Oh, hey, Dave. Did you three, see according to him. I did. Did you like it? Do you guys want to talk uh, about it for a second? I I enjoyed it. I I think you shouldn't listen to the critics. It's not awful. I mean, as Marvel movies I'm not go, sure it's not why... terrible. I don't know if critics are just feeling Marvel fatigue or whatever, but it def- I don't understand why this is the one they decided, yeah, this is the one we're taking down. You know? Yeah, because like- Eternals, Eternals has a pretty solid uh, uh, reviewer, you know, re- whatever score. Yeah. But the audience score is relatively okay. You know, it's I, subpar, but still, with Marvel, I, there's like thirty of them. I mean, I wouldn't the put this. I wouldn't put this movie in the bottom tier of the Marvel MCU. I thought movies, it was mid tier. I was talking to Gomer about it last night. I think it's pretty it, mid tier. It's not breaking my top ten, but it's not. Oh, no, my no. top. T- it's not making my bottom ten. Yeah, yeah. Did you read Torrent last week, Dave? I picked it up. I hadn't. Ha- I hadn't read it yet. Let's do this damn show. Let me find an intro. This is bad comedy. It's worse than bad. Gomer's so choppy, sounds like he's talking backwards. <laughs> if you you have to record it and then play it backwards. Gomer is dead. Gomer is dead. Yeah, right? <laughs> I am the walrus. <laughs> It's another episode of this Geek and Comics Outright Geekery's comic book Shit Talk Show. Shit Talk Show! Jeez, man. Man, David's been off for a couple weeks, and he's like, yeah, he's been holding it today. Yeah. Pen up, man. I'm still deleting images from last night. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Uh, It's Gomer Taylor, aka David, the regular three. Adam will be back eventually. He's promised. He's still setting up in bombs in Gotham City. Yeah, right. So uh, we're talking about all the new books that are coming out this week. That movie came out like a year ago. I'm not sure if that's still like a fresh joke there, dude. (laughs) I haven't said it in a while. Fair enough. Uh, Anyway, okay, so comics, right. Dude, there's so many new comics coming out this week. Let's jump right into it. If you are in the chat, if you see something, say something, come back. Or say what you want. We will come back and talk about whatever you want because we understand there's a delay because of the internet. Uh, 20th Century Men wraps up. Dave, I know you've been into this. Uh, been I've been in on and off of this here. Yeah, me too, man. I was in and then I was like, nah. And then I, But I should I, try to catch up now that it's done. I, I, I stopped around issue three. I, yeah. I, I'm, I, if the bucks we'll are on back. On. Let's move on. We got a lot. If they're to in the back about. issue bin, I might pick them up. I'm surprised. Like Art Brute is getting issue one, issue two are getting a second printings already. Doesn't even seem like they've been out for like a month. I know. No, they have been out for two months because issue three came out last week. Very good. But again, this series has already been out over at IDW yeah. under the this name is... Electric Sublime. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Is dude. Reprinting. It's weird. This is a reprinting of a reprint. <laughs> yeah, it it's it's really weird. Uh, anyway, very meta. On Black, yeah, Black Cloak getting the second printing, and then Black Cloak two coming out. Finally, uh, not bad, not bad. Fantasy sort of shit. It's your, it's it's fantasy SVU. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. SVU uh, or CSI? Uh, like SVU is like specifically about like sexual crime. Well, there is yeah. a sexual crime in here. Okay, yeah, right, that's incorrected. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, Golden Rage gets collected. I hate Fairyland getting a second printing. Uh, Ice Cream Man number 34, the best book that I can't convince you is the, one of the best books on the shelves unless you're reading it. It's just so good. A new, different sort of one standalone story every month. It's been going for 34 issues and shows no sign of slowing down. Yeah, maybe the best books, horror anthology of all times, you know? It's really, I mean, I'm not sure what else could rank, you know, rank up there. But yeah, it's well, so like all like Tales from the Crypt stuff, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah. It feels like this is probably a big step up from that, just because it's you know, it's nouveau, man. It's yeah. it's modern. It's it's cerebral. Yeah, it's not just gore and shit like that. But anyway. it is carrying the torch of those that has been before it. Yeah, 
Uh, Immortal Sergeant number one. I don't even remember reading issue number one of this. I did not enjoy that. Okay. I, I'm off. We'll move on. Book. Let's move on. Uh, Infernal Go- Girl Red, book one, number two. More massive stuff? Massive yes. Stuff? Uh, this one right here, the uh, entire city gets uh, essentially teleported into space or something. And the girl who is Inferno Girl Red is the new Inferno Girl Red. She's taken up the mantle from the previous one, if I remember reading it correctly. It's getting Jeez. harder and harder for me to recognize Massiver stuff on glance because it's no longer just like, you know, radiant black, radiant red, radiant whatever. Now it's just like, I don't know what the fuck Inferno Girl yeah, has to do with it's anything. Like, but... It's like, oh, here's Dope Chartreuse number one. And it's like, yeah. okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm so far behind on this, man. Um, Radiant Black, the first series, was actually really, really good. It's really good. Then it became Power Rangers. <laughs> it, it was yeah, always so Power Rangers. It yeah, was it just always like, did have Power It was like Mean Edge Power Rangers. Well, the first, was. Like, the first and second yeah. arc didn't really get into the Power Rangers thing. And then, like, the third, like, I think, like the third arc. Didn't really the first arc end with like Radiant Red killing Radiant Black? Like spoilers for like five year old story, I guess. But I mean, it kind of did. Yeah. The, the original, the original Radiant, the original Radiant Black died, and the buddy who was like, "If I had that yeah. power, I would abuse it." Gets the power. Didn't Radiant Red kill of- Radiant Black though? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So they already had the Power Ranger thing planted really early on. Exactly. That's what he's saying, dude. And he's he's right. He's right. Uh, moving on. Junkyard Joe number five continues uh, Jeff Johns, Gary Franks. Pretty okay story in yet another sort of self-contained multi-universe at Image Comics. But Jeff Johns really hasn't put the energy into it the way the Massiverse editors have, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Well, right now it's right now it's only been the the Geiger and Junkyard Joe for this universe. It and feels like they should be pushing those out at a faster pace. Yeah, but the junk, Junkyard Joe takes place before Geiger, way before Geiger does. So, yeah. oh hey Gabe, thanks for stopping by, man. We appreciate it. you. Have been spoiled. If you ain't reading that book, okay. I'm sorry that I spoiled the thing from literal five-year-old fucking yeah. book. Right? <laughs> the statute uh, of limitations on that is up. That's a week. That's a week on this show. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Junkyard Joe, uh, Philadelphia, one of what I would consider arguably the top three books coming out this week from Image. Uh, just a fantastic series. I mean, just wonderful. Um, definitely should pick it up and trade if you're behind. And it's uh, been optioned by Netflix, I believe. It has. It has, yeah. Uh, who knows if it'll see the light of day. Netflix can tell me worse than all these other damn yeah. companies. But anyway, local man number one. Uh, are you eating cornflakes or something? What are you having? Some cereal? I have, a, I have a cup with ice in it. Oh, there you go. And I'm uh, trying local to drink. Man, David, uh, don't interrupt his <laughs> dinner time for this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim Seeley uh, doing some art with Tony Fleeks, who was just so great in the book called Stray Dogs that was really to pick up because of the uh, the art on it. Anyway, uh, once the star recruit of the media sensation super team third gen, Jack Zaver, that's a weird name, had it all. But when controversy sends Cross Jack crawling back to his mom and dad's basement in the Midwest, Jack struggles to fit into a world where he left far behind. I, I, I'm not sure what's going on here. Uh, it's got like Image Comics flip book. There's a lot going on in this. It, a lot going it, on kinda, this. it does kind of read like you said, local man looking great. You're not wrong. I'm just, it really kind of reads, sure what, what it kind of reads like if what if Captain America kind of washes up, gets washed up. Okay. How, how uh, I there take you it. go. There you go. Okay. I thought it might yeah. be more of a Superman vibe if he's like hanging out in Kansas or whatever. But um, yeah, I will that say though, like, I'm X-Men. hating that. I'm hating that. Oh yeah, it looks like, like, like some old like '90s ass X-Men shit going life, on. There. It looks like Lightfield. Right it looks like Lightfield. It does. But hey, that is a real testament to uh, Tony Fleek's range here because like that Stray Dogs book was looking like Don Bluth, you know, and now this is looking like Rob yeah. Liefeld. He is a this guy. Well, is a I think it's Tim Seeley. I I think it's Tim Seeley doing the art. Yeah, Tony. Doesn't Fleeks it say Tony uh, Fleeks? I think they're sharing. Well, then they're Seeley. backwards on the. Then they're backwards there. Oh, maybe. Um, Stray dog teams with the silly. Yeah, Tony Fleeks was not the artist on Stray Dogs. I don't remember her name, oh, but I'm friends bad. with her on Facebook, and she is killing it. But my mistake. Yeah. 
I almost want to look it up. Still, it looked it does look, look it mighty up. throwback. But I don't know. Looks good. I'm definitely picking it up. A lot of great covers for that. Uh Love Sick number five of seven continues that story. Um I am book. not sure where this is going anymore. Yeah, I don't know either. It's very I, I have been reading it it's and I am good. confused as hell. It's very good. Uh Magic Order four number Trish two of Fo- six. Uh, Tris oh, Forstner still on Lovestick. Well, I, no, no, I was actually looked up who Stray Dogs was for you. Who was it? Trish Forstner. Yes, Trish Forstner. Sorry, Trish. I have I, I didn't remember her name. She might have blocked me. I post a lot of weird shit. Anyway, Magic <laughs> Order number four of two continues uh, that run, uh, and then the second of what I consider to be arguably the top three books at Image Comics, Monstrous number forty three. Winner of multiple Eisner Awards for both art and writing. Um, yeah, if you're not reading this, you definitely should be. It's quite good. I was actually an arc and a half behind on this when Dave said, dude, you really got to be reading this. And yeah, yeah I haven't been able to put it If you fall behind, you, you fall behind. Oh, yeah, you fall way behind. It's saga. A lot of stuff. Stu- yeah, it's, it's saga, dude. It's super it's saga. saga. But with, like, monsters. It's great. We'll talk about saga again in a minute. Uh, nightclub number two, uh, plush number four of six. Man, I just don't know where this series is going. Um, it's great. <laughs> it's natural born it, killers. It's really meet furries. so weird, dude. It's natural born. Killers it is. Meets it's, furries it's natural community. born killers meets furries. Yeah, it's wild, dude. It is it's so a nuts. whole lot of fun. I just don't know where it's going to end up going. Uh, it has been fun getting there though. So uh, plush number four, uh, and then yes, like I said, saga. Number 62, a mainstay now. We're so spoiled. You know what I mean? We don't even make a big deal out of it. You know? Oh, we're getting another issue of Saga this week. Great. We should be. We're so entitled. We're gifted. We're blessed by having Well, I mean, after taking such a hiatus yet, it's good to see them, like, getting out pretty much every month here. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, such a damn good book. Uh, Sins of the Black Flamingo gets traded. I'm sorry. I love this book. One of the best books of last year. It was so much damn fun. Well, that's out on trade. I might be able to. Pick, I might go pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little pricier than a usual image. How many issues is that for? Uh... I think it was like uh, four I think or five. it was a six issue. Okay, no, that's not too six, bad, man. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it was pretty good though, man. I really had a great time with it. Uh, Spawn Scorch because it wouldn't be a week at Image Comics without Todd McFarlane. Moving on. Because we have so much books to get to. Uh, Undiscovered Country number 23. That continues that series. I was never able. I never made it past the first arc of this. Uh, maybe I should go back and check it out. And Voyage just hits its penultimate issue. Uh, moving on. Man, what an awesome week from Image. Holy shit. Uh, Damn Them All uh, number five. It's the uh, penultimate issue of that. I know Dave's been enjoying that. I was not able to get into I am, this. I am enjoying it more for all Red's art. Oh yeah, the no, story. there's no denying that the Allred art is amazing. I mean, Mike nice Allred could like draw the contents of his fridge, and it'll still be like you know amazing yeah. to look at. Um, but it's Cy Spurrier doing the writing. Cy Spurrier is either big, huge hit for me, or huge miss for me. And this was just a miss for me, man. A lot of his Marvel stuff lately has been kind of miss for me, and especially with the X Men stuff, it's just maybe it's gone over my head. Maybe I'm the idiot, but I'm just saying. I feel the same though because I feel like his stuff kind of just like goes up its own ass a lot. Yeah. The last yeah. Marvel thing I really enjoyed from him was that Black Knight series that he did. Oh, that um, was that so was really good. good. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. Yeah, that was very very well done. Uh, moving on, some Dune stuff. House you know, Harkonnen. Yeah, if you into Dune, it's gonna be going on the rest of the damn year. So we'll yeah. be talking about that. Uh, Money more from Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number three of five. Uh, big dumb stupid fun. Exactly what you expect. Yeah, they got um, evil Casey oh, Jones and oh, all that bullshit. Yeah, dude, it's so much fun. Oh my gosh, look at this cover. Oh my god, I want it just for that cover. I love it. Oh, I love it. It's so great. Even though Power Rangers is kind of ahead of my time, I have gone back and and uh, grown to love it. It's gotten way too big for its britches. There's like trains now. They got Power Ranger train. Man, how when you sit back and you consider that like Power Rangers never (laughs) stopped making like new series and just like how much Power Rangers there is now. Now it's It's more commonplace just to have all the Power Rangers show up to fight the world ending event. Oh, sure. They actually do all these big like crossover events. You know, they kind of got ahead of Marvel on that one. They did it all the fucking time, really. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World continues that series. Uh, it's Jason Aaron. Uh, it's not getting a lot of buzz, you know, but it's been okay. It's been decent. It's been decent. Uh, Something is Killing killing the Children, number 29, and Specs, number four. Uh, Specs, number four, has been great. It's the last issue in that series. It's basically uh, some kids order, like, those X-ray specs, those gimmick specs out of the back of an old comic book. <laughs> and it ends up granting them like magical wishes that go wrong. Sort of this weird horror story. David, you Boomer's got a right lot in. of pepperoni in your bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's David Boer, <laughs> one of my favorite writers, you know, who's on the uh, on the lower scene. I'm hoping he moves up to Marvel or DC soon. But again, this is a huge week from fucking Boom, dude. It's some of their biggest name books. You know, it's drop a big yeah. week for a lot of stuff, and especially that's what I'm. That's my overall point, man. Month. Yeah, uh, let's talk about Dark Horse. Moving on to the next publisher, Blue Book Number One. This was the Blue Substack Book. darling from uh, my, James uh, Tiny in the Fourth. Who I'm sorry, and Oming. He's the best comic book writer on the planet right now. Just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not uh, Chip Zdarsky. It's this guy. This is going to be amazing. This is right up his alley with the whole conspiracy theories and aliens and weird shit that he loves to deal with. Ooh. And I, I've already read this. It's already available online. You can find so, it because it came out on Substack on PDFs. And it's it, wonderful. It, it's very good. Is it in the vein of uh, Department of Truth? Department of Truth. No. It is because it deals with that same subject matter. But he's taking a completely different tone with it. Um, and it's Michael I, Avenoming. I mean. It's great. It's going to be great. He's amazing. Good pedigree. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. I, mean, I have signed is... copies of the Cross Bronx that he did. Because uh. he's such a, oh, he's such an inspiration in my life. Because Michael Avenoming used to print, right, the letters that he would send to Marvel and DC editors saying, what do you think about my work? And he would then publish their replies in the backs of the books that he would do early on. And it was just like, wow, you know, never give up. Because a lot of people hate his style. A lot of people are like, yeah, that's how I was drawn when I was a kid. And I was like, yeah, but you weren't this on point with your style. It, and it's, I don't know. It's, it's I've always considered shit. his style to be in the vein of Mike Mangola. Yeah, me too, dude. Yeah. And no one shits on him. Why? Because his rough no. and rugged look works for hellboy and that universe he defined it what that's what people are missing that michael avenoming yeah. defined his entire style and has won with it you can't deny that he's won with it so yeah really looking forward to this one it's on my top three this week for sure i think it's it the first one the first one that's actually on my top three this week that we it, talked it about. is and it is on my list to pull yeah uh dead mall number four reps that just kind of a in the mall horror story really fun yeah. actually but I don't know if that's your thing, you know, do it. But uh, ones is wrapping up too. This is Brian Michael Bendis's uh, multiversal, you know, the chosen one of whatever universe all teaming up to take on a big multiversal baddie. It didn't really work for me. Uh, it was more like slice of life than it was superhero. And I was really wanting more superhero from Bendis in this um, still solid. You know, it's Bendis, but I know I'm the only one reading that. Uh, the nameless terror. I don't know even know what this is. I it's a Star earlier, Wars book. George, thanks for cracking is, yeah, in with that Wars insider Wars. information there, David. Yeah, no, but this is a Star this Wars. Is, the I know. I'm just terror. saying, there's a Star Wars book. Okay. This is a Star Wars book. <laughs> this is a Star Wars oh, book being published. You know, I by saw Dark these Wars. guys with a bunch of fucking lightsabers on the cover. I was like, what is this property that I'm looking at? Oh, it's <laughs> Star Wars. Oh no! I thought it was Battle uh, uh, Stars. Or we'll see like later. There are so many damn Star Wars books, man. It's too many. But There's, this is a Star Wars book many. coming from Dark Horse again. Well, yeah, this is the all ages, you know, yeah. branch of Star Wars. They've been um, doing that though. Oh wait, what's it? They've been have they haven't they been doing that the whole time? All their like uh, younger readers, Star Wars. Most things? of that's no. been going to like IDW. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Dark. This is a, it's a weird story because Dark Horse had the Star Wars license forever. Uh, Disney bought it, moved the license over to Marvel. Marvel actually did some all ages Star Wars books for a while. 
Notice that they were actually pulling down the rest of the line. Leased it off to IDW. They moved it away from IDW, I think, two years ago. And then Dark Horse, again, has Star Wars. It's so weird. This industry is so nuts. What but, a journey. Yeah, what a journey for Star Wars. Still, man, most people... I've Gabe is still in there. That dude swears by that shit. He loves that old school Star Wars. Um, but then another Witcher book. So, again, a huge week, even if it's just freaking dead mall which has been great but that blue book that blue book is going to be a hot seller at uh dark horse this week just saying all right moving on idw two big books dead seas number three earth divers number five if you're not reading those you should dead seas is about ghosts are real people go and like get their ectoplasm to use as resources so they're on a ghost ship basically i got that right Hey, right, Andy? Andy's been reading the hell out of this. He adores this book. Um, Earth Divers is about some Native Americans in the future, a post-apocalyptic future, who go back in time to kill Christopher Columbus to stop the Americas from being founded. Very fucking good. So wonderful. I mean, IDW lost two of the biggest comic book franchises in forever. Okay, in like the history of comic book franchises, G.I. Joe and Transformers. Transformers literally started out as a five issue miniseries that that Marvel had put nothing behind, nothing. Ended up going for hundreds of issues, multiple publishers, and they lost that. And G.I. Joe, basically the same way. Um, so really good on IDW to lean into these creators, lean into um, what is really keeping the entire industry afloat right now is – um, the creator own stuff and keep it going. Keep it going. IDW. They got some of the best creator own shit on the market right now, for sure. Even with IDW uh, and Star Trek. Another thing I love IDW for this year, they're leaning hard into Star Trek. Um, this is dealing with the, the uh, brave new worlds or strange, sorry, strange new worlds crew. Uh, been very well done. So yeah. All right, Taylor, you finally got something to talk about. Um, I've been chiming in. I know. Uh, <laughs> we don't usually talk about these because they're so expensive. But this is the these Batman villain one shots. One bad day. Yeah, this these one bad day things. Yeah, I was hoping you would yeah. bring this up tonight. Because I fucking love I... this cover. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. My favorite Clayface is Tiny Inns in Detective when he was a good guy, dude. Remember that? I love Clayface in the Harley oh, Quinn show. Oh, I think Taylor show. might have fallen out. Uh, oh, no. Taylor, jump out, jump out, and jump back in, and if you can. Am I good? Oh yeah, Yay, you're back. You're back. back. Okay. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring this up is it's Colin Kelly and Jackson Lanzig writing this. Oh, they are our Captain on the America writers. Captain America book. Yes, they're on the Captain America book. They're also on the uh, flagship Star Trek title right now, which has been amazing. I'm really looking forward to this just because they are writing it. Uh, with Germanico doing the art, that's also a you know solid pickup. But yeah, dude, if any of these are going to be good, this one is going to be good. And there have been a couple of good ones. They've been hit or miss, but yeah, been a couple of good ones. Uh, moving on, Black Adam gets number eight of twelve. Lost all its momentum because of that movie. I'm sorry. It's just it, it wasn't a good series before the movie. It's not a good series now. It's just not. It's not good. It's not great. Uh, Catwoman number fifty two does. Let's get this amazing Sweeney Boo cover that I, I love Sweeney Boo. If I didn't, she oh is so great. Gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous. Got to have did that. pick up that Harley Quinn, that Harley Quinn uh, poison oh, ivy. The Sweeney Boo week. variant. Nice, yeah, I picked that nice. up. Nice, good pickup. Uh, and then a, a lot of big hitters from DC this week. Deceased Tom Taylor wrapping up his whole deceased thing. Um. Issue six of eight. It's been fine. How many years it's, has it's Tom Taylor been, been doing DCs now? You know, at least two. Yeah, it's, it's almost. It's, oh, it's longer than that. Feels oh, it was like... before the pandemic, dude. Yeah, yeah. The first one came out like two years before the pandemic, I think. But anyway, this has been going on almost way too long. There's almost too much going on, kind of like Injustice, even though they're revisiting that soon. Um, and then Flash seven nine three, as Andy says, one minute or. So on been its entire run and I caught up, not the whole run, but I mean, it's 800 fucking issues, 
but like the last 50 or 60 I've caught up for in the past year or two and on Taylor and uh, Adams, you know, suggestion. And man, I'm so glad I did because one minute war has been so much fun. That's been a lot of fun. And this book has been good for a good long while here. I mean, Wally West is my flash. It's the main reason I started picking this up. And I think they're doing a really good job with it. You know, they're something that makes Wally a more compelling character than Barry is that he has this family dynamic and they've been really leaning into that. And I've really been enjoying the hell out of it. Dad joke. Wally has been a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Oh, great cover here with everyone getting their ass kicked. Love that. A lot of action on the page, you know, good for a flash cover. Uh, moving on, Gotham City PD, the blue wall, uh, in in the running for best series of the year, man. Uh, and I'll put it in, in this year, even though it had issues that came out last year. It's been so good. It hits on all these, like, like weird police procedural TV shows, but it's pulling from real-world events. And it does it in such a great fluidity. Maybe John Ridley's best work as a comic book writer. And he's written Black Panther. He's written um, I Am Batman, you know, with the the Luke Fox uh, Batman. Man, just so great. Such a great book. I know you're reading this, Taylor. Anything? Just It's awesome. Well, yeah, I can't really add much, but to say to agree, yeah, yeah. it's been outstanding. They uh, they don't awesome. shy away from very difficult issues when they t- like, go from issue to issue, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Lazarus Planet Omega number one wraps that man. As excited Are we I was, into this? Just, it's lackluster now. Yeah, it's the end. This is the end. Wow, it seems like it's only been going for a few weeks now. That that's a that's a really well, it's fast been a one shot. Yeah, it's been like a month of one shots, you know, every week. Yeah. And they've been anthology one shots and they just haven't haven't been, you know, pulling me into the overall event where all this shit's raining down. Some of them are great, but overall it's Well, I mean, I guess that's that's always the potential, right, when you have it where like none of these things have much to do with each other. It's all different writers. There's not really like a exactly, unified man. vision behind this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mark Wade is is he actually show running this or is he just saying yeah that's cool yeah because that's what it feels like oh yeah. that's cool that's cool i've got my uh, own problems with humanoids yeah masterful uh, mark wade impression <laughs> yeah it probably moving is on to night <laughs> uh, nightwing 101 uh, uh i mean what can you say about nightwing oh nightwing's the shit i mean this is like Arguably one of the best, the best books in the recent years right yeah now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, th- this is probably the DC book yeah, that I'm a, most uh, consistently assi- excited about, yeah. Oh, but you're right, no Bruno Redondo, that sucks. Yeah, uh, we do have, yeah, we do have a fill-in artist, Travis Moore, when we move into the Titans era after the, uh, what was that fucking event? Um, the crisis on Dark Multiverse. Dark Crisis <laughs> on Infinite Earths. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. You were singing its praises. Uh, you can't even remember yeah. its fucking name anymore. It's over now. It's over now. <laughs> uh, it's basically Crisis on Heavy charades, Metal, right? Which? What are you talking about? Uh, Lazarus Planet, Gabe. You're talking about Lazarus Planet. He said it's basically introducing new charades. You said charades instead of charades. You fucking pretentious. I'm shit. French. I'm elitist and pretentious. As shit. Uh, but we'll stick on Nightwing. Oh yeah, let's give me a rousing game of charades. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, no, Gabe. Lazarus Planet has introduced some new characters. They are going to be part of the DC universe. Uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, Dawn of DC. Here you go. It is yeah. going to be part of Dawn of DC uh, later this year. Uh, uh, if you listen to the Sunday Night Show, you know, man. So go back and listen. Check out the feed. Uh, anyway, back to Nightwing. A couple of art, a couple of news sites did put out articles saying uh, these are the folks that we'd like to see show up in James Gunn's new DCEU. Nightwing was on both of those lists, and they received a positive fifty percent. Ex- yes, true by James Gunn. So everybody is really leaning hard into the fact that James Gunn is kind of teasing Nightwing showing up in the DCEU. And that's got me excited, man. That's got me excited. It's low hanging fruit. He's amazing, but he's you know, awesome. Thanks, 
that's mostly due to this series that we're even excited about that, right? Like, would you have really been jazzed about Nightwing, like, you know, five years ago? If it stemmed out of, like, a Robin thing, yes. Okay, If there okay. was some story building. But now, you're absolutely right. They could just say, hey, here's Nightwing. And I'd be yeah, like, oh, but, thank you. Yeah, I think my point still stands that, like, Nightwing, like, Dick Grayson's profile yeah. has grown so much because of this book, you know? Because of Tom Taylor. Yep, 100%. 100%. Uh, the big book, one of my top three, hanging out yeah. over here at DC Comics this week. Superman number one from John Williamson and Jamal Campbell. It's going to look great. Uh, we'll we'll see what uh, Williamson can do. Remember when he was writing everything at DC for a while? Yeah. I mean, he I still kind of is, but... Basically, but it's good to... S- you know, he has earned his crack at doing, like, flagship titles. He was putting in the damn work for oh, years for sure. there, you know? But yeah, that's yeah. a cool looking cover. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm really excited that they have like his supporting cast, you know, featured really prominently on the cover here. I feel like it'd be kind of cool for Superman to kind of get back to his roots a little bit here. Well, he's definitely going to, because only a few people know that he is Superman. That Clark Kent is Yeah, Superman. that got a so that got a reset. Him and him and John have their secret identities back now. Yeah, John's really leaning into it. It'll be really interesting to see. Uh, how Clark leans into that and people not knowing, you know, it's really fun that he can make people sick just by saying I'm Superman. (laughs) That's like a new power. It's, it's, it's it's a low key power that he's got where he can just say, Hey, I'm Superman as Clark Kent. And they just start feeling sick because of the weird psychic curse (laughs) that Lex Luthor put on the world. Anyway, shit ton of variants for that, obviously. We'll look for a nice one. I like that Daily Planet variant. That was pretty cool. Where? Which one? The one that looked like this a newspaper. One? Oh, yeah. Would have been, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't like pick the third up one into it. That was a Daily Planet variant. Ariel Colon. Yeah, Ariel Colon. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, and look, a Lois Lane cover. Very nice. And look, they're passing back and forth. You see that? Like a Superman number one. It kind of looks like a Norman Rockwell painting, honestly. Oh, it really does. It really does. Good work from Ariel Colon, who I have never heard of. Is that Gene Colon's daughter? No. Dave, do the research. Ariel Colon, comic book artist. Thank God we got a research guy here tonight. Um, I know. If it was next Monday, we would just never know. <laughs> we know. Yeah, we look, just, I'm not looking it up. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not looking it up. I'm not Googling that shit. But yeah, great cover here. You know, throwback. Um, that's from Ibrahim uh, Mustafa. Yeah, big deal that Superman's getting this this huge relaunch, you know. Ooh, Lex Luthor cover with him playing chess. Oh, that that's I'm going to actually bring that one up while Dave keeps searching for the Superman facts. Man, they are really pulling out all the stops. Ooh, and uh, that's a Nick uh, oh. Dragato cover. I ain't seen him do work in a while, man. That's. I think Ariel Colon. Nice. Dude, he's best hear your shit. I over think at Ariel Colon is a man. It might be a man. Because well, I, it, found, one, it, I um, found an Instagram page that says Ariel G- uh, Jesus Colon or Ariel Jesus Colon. Maybe. It, Ariel seems like a girl's name to yeah. me, but I don't know. Sure Whatever. But, yeah, a lot, of, love this a, lot of, a lot of DC stuff on this page here. I I'm guess looking, it is I'm some, looking. yeah. But not Gene Collins, but not related to Gene Collins. I Gene am. Collins. Uh, Gabriel chime in in the chat. I noticed that Action 1051, he just changed in front of everyone. Uh, did he? He just changed his clothes. Well, maybe that's a side effect where they just don't. Was that change that was when anymore. he what? I don't remember when ten fifty one came out. Was that back when his secret identity was public? If so, then yeah, what the hell? Been, the, I got nothing to lose. Might as well, you know. Yeah, people ain't gonna look because they'll get sick if they look, right? So he don't need phone booths anymore, Gabriel. That's what it is. <laughs> modern problems require modern solutions. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, and in a weird take, they're also releasing the actually really fucking good Mark Russell and Mike Allred Superman Space Age, which is like a look back with modern glasses to 
Superman coming up through the basically 50s and 60s. It was just so well done, dude. Are you been keeping well, up? Well, so no surprise with that. I haven't because like it was sold out of the shop. So I figured, okay, I guess I'm just waiting for the trade yeah. on this one. But um, with that creative team, it's no surprise that's really good. It is really, really good, dude. Uh, it it delves into real world history with the, uh, I guess, the benefit of of hindsight. You know, just yeah, really well done, man. Uh, I, I had a really good time with it. I would not be surprised if this becomes some sort of thing that is used in an academic setting, on, honestly. You know what I, I mean? It's that that caliber of book. I don't think those two are related. Oh, okay. Oh, poor David's still been stuck on your, like, Yeah, your he's still been studying. He's on, like, man. I ain't well, reading he... Space Age anyway. <laughs> I ain't reading Space Age anyway. Uh, Titans United continues that. That's – who cares? Titans is his own thing now. We don't need that. Uh, Wiz Comics is getting a facsimile edition. Of course, uh, yeah, it is. that is the uh, debut issue of well, Captain Marvel nowadays. Shazam, yes. Shazam, yeah. Well, that well, movie's coming That's out like bad. next month, like, so they're probably like yeah. just you know pumping that out. But you know that this is this is neat to have like you know if you're like a comic book historian, but you know it's from yeah, like the 1940s, it. so you know I assume it's probably yeah, if you want it on you know, the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck finding an actual non-fact. Oh, an actual movie. one you'd have to pay like, you know, hundreds, thousands, like five yeah. figures at least, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh and then Wonder Woman 796, man, I hate that we keep just saying things like, "Oh, and a Wonder Woman." Uh come on, DC. I don't say except put some more lotion into uh, Wonder Woman. When it was Yara Floor's Wonder Woman, I was all in. Now I don't know what the hell it is. It's all the Wonder Women. Give them all their own book. How can we have like three Green Lantern books, but there's like five Wonder Woman and you give me one book? Yeah. Just saying. All right, moving on. Marvel. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 20. Worth a mention because, dude, I don't know if you've read Amazing Spider-Man, but Joe Kelly, and it was drawn by Terry Dotson, and it's fucking oh. awesome. It was great. I didn't realize they had I didn't bring it up last night for these issues. Yeah. But it's not. It's only for these two issues. I figured, but like, you know, like I would have definitely looked for it on the shelf if I knew yeah. it was like, you know, some guest spots here. Yeah. Especially Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly yeah. can write a good Spider-Man. Oh my Terry Dotson drawing. Oh yeah. And Dots any Dotson just doing work on on uh, any hot just woman doing work, period. Universe. It's just, I'm it's, sure he relished the chance yeah, to draw big a black smiles. There, yeah. Oh, beautiful silhouettes, just wonderfully done. Uh, great. Uh, uh, Joe Basil, do is it Joe? And sorry, sorry, Jim. Oh, love that. That is wild. Uh, this is like the Ant Man variant that they were putting out for the Ant Man uh movie. Ah. Okay, yeah, so I got you. See, he's like real big. Yeah, he's real big. There was a joke in the Ant Man movie about that too. So that that yeah, that checks. That's fun. That's fun. They had one where uh, Venom was tiny and fighting like uh, a New York sewer rat for like a slice of pizza. Ah, it was very funny. Very shades of pickle Rick. Yeah. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. A lot of debuts from Marvel this week. Betsy Braddock. Captain Britain number one, uh, feeding out of the X book, Teeny Howard taking back over the reins of this character, and uh, most of her supporting cast, from what I can tell. Uh, Vasco Georgiev doing the art, not quite sure about that artist. So, is this like um, the third iteration of that Excalibur book that started back right yes. at the beginning of the Krakoan stuff? Is this tied uh, like, in right after? Sins of I thought Sinister? it was right before X of Swords. Yeah, even before X of Swords or Ten of Swords, whatever that was supposed to be called, um, they were doing like Excalibur, and then sometime after that, I think it became Knights of X was like its next iteration. Oh yeah, I forgot. After um, uh, Apocalypse led them all to the Promised Land and left. Yeah, Apocalypse is a big part of that book, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is going to deal with uh, Captain Britain, the new Captain Britain, sort of being outsized by everyone. Um, no one wants a mutant at the at the charge, you know, wearing that that helm of that character. There's still the Cat and Britain core, and I guess Brian Braddock now is Captain Avalon. Is that a new thing or an old thing? 
I think that's something they established like a little while ago. It's relatively new. Um, yeah. But when she became Captain Britain, he basically became like the captain of like other world, basically. Yeah. Not bad though. I'm definitely picking this up. Uh, I read all the X Men shit. I don't give it. I don't give a damn. Uh, we do get the. I mean, compulsory. You have to do it. Pichamoko cover, which is Chef's Kiss, just gorgeous. Mm. If you're gonna get a cover for this. That's the one you should get. Um, moving on, Carnage, man. Uh, Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man has no business being as damn good as it is. It's really because of that Juan Ferreira art. So trippy. I, I, it's really hard for me to believe that two members of the Black Eyed Peas wrote a fucking comic book this damn And good. not the two members of the Black good. Eyed Peas that you've heard of either. <laughs> yeah, that you know. It's the other two. It's the other two. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. in the background. <laughs> They yeah, were in the background. but man, it's very well done. Really trippy, man. It, this one, this one will go down in time as oh yeah, that's the trippy Spider-Man book. You should get that. It's trippy as hell. You know what I mean? Mm. Once it's all collected and sitting on shelves forever. Uh, Deadpool number four continues that arc. Uh, it's not been bad. Oh shit, is that a? Oh no, I thought that was a, a hundred second or scout, whatever. Whatever the hell. That's not scout. Looks like Lady Deathstrike. Uh, anyway, moving on. Is there's so many late the death strikes now. Uh moving on, Doctor Strange Falls Sunrise ends that issue. Talk about trippy art. Trad Moore just murdering the art in there. The story's been okay, but it's really uh an art book. Uh number three, I think. I mean, any more that shit, Trad Moore is drawing is an art book, you know, even if the writing's great. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh oh, we do get the grand the Hulk grand design book. Which it's a trade for thirty dollars, but mm. holy shit, quite a good time with with the Hulk design. It sort of it doesn't really take away from Hulk; it adds to him by reexamining his entire like origin story and much of his backstory. Um, it, it fell into a hard place because Immortal Hulk was coming out. Is that what it was called, Immortal Hulk? Yes. Ewing's Hulk. Yeah. Yep. Man, I love that. Uh, anyway, Immoral X-Men, probably the book I'm looking forward to the most. Why? Because Sin Sinister has been so much fun, and Kieran Gillen can't help but just win every time he puts a pen on a piece of paper and decides to write a script for a comic book. Um, uh, Paco Medina's doing the art. This looks like, like the revolutionary team. Right? Yeah. You got your Nick Fury, you got your ragtag group of, of rebels. You know, going and doing their thing, trying to get over on on Sinister and his crew. Yeah, I mean that's all you got to know. It's Sins of Sinister. I'm having such yeah a good this time. yeah this Sinister cool. Sinister event has been a real hoot. Um, so yeah, I'm def I'm looking forward to just about anything they're putting out here. Yeah, me too. Uh, we got a Mark Brooks cover with a great Sinister looking um, and Ross the whole rap. Do it, Mom. Jeez Louise. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, there's also a uh, Planet of the Apes cover and a uh, Marco Cicchetto cover that just showcases everybody in there. Whatever. Pick it up. It's dope. Uh, Double Trouble. That's that All Ages read by Guru Hiru. Very fun book. World Breaker. This is uh, Greg Pock's return to Planet Hulk, which people are loving this, man. I couldn't get into the first issue. Maybe I should go back and check it out. Um, another Punisher book. This is a war journal called Base Number One. I'm not sure what to make of that, but it's the that's, origin of the war. Yeah, that's journal. peculiar to me because like they do war they do like these Punisher war journal books, but now this is like a supplementary book to what has always been a supplementary book. Yeah, it's wild, dude. And I've loved uh, War Journal has had some great instances. The Civil It has, war, but it's always been journal. like kind of like it's always been kind of like an add-on to like something else that's going on, and now this is like an add-on to yeah. an add-on. Yeah, it seems weird. Um, it is Torin Gronbeck. You know, he's pretty good. You know, he's yep. written a lot of stuff. And Jabril Morissette fan, uh, also a great uh, artist. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Sabretooth and the Exiles. It's the penultimate issue of that series. It's been okay. If you're into the original run of the Sabretooth book when he was stuck in Krakoa's pit, uh, the continuation of it has been, you know, pretty good. Savage Avengers continues uh, David Pepos's 
unthinkable run over there, you know, where his goal was let's get Conan off the board and he's just kept it going. Um, just masterful, really, if you think about it. Uh, She-Hulk number 10, it's an okay series. The Jen Bartel covers are really, for me, the reason to pick this up. Rainbow Rowell knows her right comic book, but I've just been a huge fan of these covers. Just so well done. Fashion covers. I follow Jen Bartel on her Substack, and she's always posting just the hottest, most amazingly beautiful shit, and I, I can't get enough of it. So I don't know why you'd ever buy another cover for She-Hulk, but if you're going to buy a second one, this is the one to get. Look at that. That's so fun. Just big, mm. dumb, stupid fun. That's why I read comics. Right that's now. a fun little yeah. slice of life for She-Hulk. Uh, that's about it. I mean, we talk. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, Star Wars, Dr. Afra. Star Wars, Yoda. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, no, that's it. Just two. But Star Wars, Strange covers. Academy. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars, Strange Academy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that book's been okay. It's been a continuation of, you know, the Strange Academy book. Uh, and Thor number 31 continues that run with um, Torrin Gronbeck, not Donnie Cates. Uh, it's also weird that Torrin Gronbeck has not come out and made a statement about writing, you know, Thor finally having an opportunity to write Thor. There's been no big statements there. It just makes me think of the drama that no one is talking about behind Donnie Cates. And I, I'm just, I, I'm not concerned. If I'm not yeah, interested. I mean that's that's his business. I'm just I mean, curious. I'm just. I'd curious. welcome an explanation, but we are not exactly. Open, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great peach from Mocha cover here with uh, brother and sister. Love that. Mm. Uh, all right, Dynamite has two big books. Imagine that Darkwing Duck number two with a heap of variant covers. Um, just, I mean, digging into that old Disney nostalgia. Leaning in hard with as many freaking covers as they as they can possibly support. Uh, this is my favorite one of the week. You know, going after isn't that Mad Hatter? What do they call him? No Saint Can. Oh, that's no Quacker Jack. That's right, Quacker Jack is the name of the the villain. Just I am not so well versed on Darkwing. Uh, Duck, so I, I, I yeah, me neither. Actually, yeah. I'm pretty well versed in Darkwing Duck, and I don't remember Quacker Jack. That's awesome. Maybe he's a new guy. Maybe he's a new guy. Uh, Drac Draculina gets a uh, a follow up series, uh, uh, basically more you know cover cheesecake, but uh, um, not bad writing in the first arc of that. It was okay, uh, and then the second big Disney release, Gargoyles number three. Um, yeah, I, the first issue of this was great. It, it was nicely paced, flew in. The second issue kind of suffered from what I would call first issue syndrome. You know where they're kind of filling you in. On shit, I don't need to be filling in. I've seen all the gargoyles. You know, the the entire next generation cast was literally that cast. Of course, I watched gargoyles. Yeah, <laughs> with the exception of Patrick Stewart, I think. Yeah, I mean, not too he many was people who are picking up the jobs. gargoyles comic don't already know all of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just it was a weird approach to a second issue, and yeah. So, uh, and then finally, Vampirella. Uh, not a bad week. From uh, Dynamite, so I, it's it's amazing uh, that I'm willing to pick right, up, Dave, two, up two books from Dynamite this week. Two Dynamite books, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's a shock. I'm shocked myself, uh, but it is. But I did enjoy the Darkwing Duck book, and I have been enjoying the Gargoyles books. So, but you agree with me? The second issue of Gargoyles took a yeah, it, of, it did suffer. It did suffer yeah. from a bunch of that uh, catching up. You know, the, the world's changed, and we still got uh, catching up yeah. to do. Yeah, I just uh, I don't Andy remember. Andy in with his Darkwing Duck lore. Quacker Jack is the Joker to Darkwing Duck's Batman. Uh, but that's awesome. but Darkwing Duck is not necessarily an analog to Batman in his villains as well, because he has like an electric villain, and he has like that uh, mm -hmm. that rooster that's called Steel Beak or something like that, Steel Jaw. So, it's kind of Spider-Man throwbacks. Yeah, I just I don't remember Quacker Jack. It's a great name, but yeah. I just don't remember it him. It really is, dude. It really is. Uh, all right, getting into the uh, small press stuff. All righty. It's your time to shine, brother. Da, da, da. Banshees? Uh, yes, actually, I, I have them pulled up here. I'm just trying to... They're not alphabetical. Sorry. You had one actually, job, Dave. Really cool. I do. I'm sorry. Uh, I had Emily's... A, 
I'm just kidding. Yeah, you have one job. Yeah. Uh, Scout Comics, Dave Dwanch, Jessica Balboni, Sharon Art with Ricardo Facini doing the the, the art there. Did I even say Um, that right? This, yeah. Yeah, that's it's. I have a. It's gone off the rails with smaller press. I I have a boss with the same first name as Ricardo, so that's Ricardo Pacini. Um, yeah, yeah, but this kind of if you liked uh, Wednesday on Netflix, then this might be something you want to check out here. That's my exact Uh, thought, dude. That's that's what the blurb. That's the gist I got from the blurb. Is this? It's a college student, and she's trying to figure out the the mystery behind a serial killer that's supposedly stalked the campus for decades so there's like you know yeah. so if you like if you like true crime there's a little bit of that like ted bundy-esque kind of and then the ghost hunting. Hill. everybody loves ghost hunting yeah so yeah there's there's that so call definitely out, call out to that one there's that one is definitely one that i was gonna uh pick up um the next one i had ah uh, they're not in alphabetical order I, i'm sorry well, they are on my screen. Okay. Here they are. The next one I was going to call out is a book called Godfeld, number one. This does look interesting. It's it, the premise like of it God is falls, very. Falls from the sky. God, the God dies, falls from the sky, and basically everybody in the mortal realm where the God has fallen is fighting, is picking over the carcass, fighting for parts of the carcass. And one person is just, just trying to make their way home and they've got to fight their way across all this stuff. So there's like shades of Shaolin Cowboy yeah. in here. So yeah, it just, and the art looks great. It's it a does. lot of busy art filling up the panels. I love this right here. Love this. But there's that kind of a sense of like, yeah, you know, that's we a good only call out. They're dead. We only find them when they're dead. Kind of with a little bit of shallow yeah. cowboy. Yeah, there's dead. a lot of good storytelling. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was sure. that was a cat. Oh, go okay. ahead. Next. I thought he was like shooing no, David. No, my cat. Like, uh, book or uh, go ahead. Book, go ahead, Dave. Continue. The next book uh, I was looking at is the one called Liquid Kill. Come on. Um. Just got to power through it, Dave. Go on. All right. Uh, the the description of it essentially kind of sounds like something uh, uh, like a Japanese manga meets lovesick, essentially. What's the uh, name of the book? Liquid Kill. Aeon oh, yeah, Flux. I saw that one there's, as well. There's, there's it does shades of Aeon Flux. Yes, exactly. So, yes. Uh, but it, it looks interesting. Definitely thinking about picking it up there. If you can find it, what not publishing, it's going to be a tough find, dude. It's going to be a uh, tough find. Potentially Travis might have ordered it at the shop. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to bank on it that he did it this time, but generally he will order like one of a small publisher if he thinks somebody will pick it up. Yeah. So and this cover God, this cover looks great. There's a lot of variant like covers. Gene for this. Oh, it's David Mack. Of course, it looks good. Of course, yeah, there's it looks a lot good. of variant covers for this. For oh, this that book. looks gorgeous. Wonderful book. Uh, all right, Liquid Kill. Liquid Kill. Oh, um, they got the, oh, they got a Metal Gear Solid variant cover. What? What? I want it just for that cover, man. That's really that's clever. Awesome. I liked how they that like jumped on like. Clever. I guess that's supposed to be like Liquid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yes, exactly. So fun. So that's fun. fine. That's a okay, lot of fun. Okay, Liquid Kill. Liquid Kill. Uh, liquid the next kill. one is Moriarty, Clockwork Empire. Uh, if you like Sherlock Holmes, yeah, Titan books. I'm over these Sherlock Holmes. Uh, kind of reads. Kind of reads like it's Sherlock Holmes. Comics. Meets, that's nice. Yeah, meet steampunk. Kinda. Yeah, that's been done to death. It has. Yeah. It's Moriarty, but it's like Gomer, stop shitting on his dreams I'm here. Not, you asshole. I'm not. I'm still gonna. Yeah, I died a big fan against it. Fuck you, Gomer. Shut up. Anyway, David, <laughs> I'm keep still going. gonna read the hell out of that. Uh, all right. Um, the next book. <laughs> there's is... a there's a few variants for that too. That are pretty there's good. a couple of variants for that. Um, 
my second to last book for the indies this week on new books is uh, yes. Snow White Zombie Apocalypse from Scout Comics. Oh my gosh, this is going to be nuts. So good, dude. <laughs> it's going to be insane, man. It's, I can't wait it, till Doc gets it, by a fucking zombie. I can't wait. This is going to be so blur. fun. The description of it reads like what you think it does, but it has like this element of like. um, I was not expecting such a non-zombie filled cover for this. I will say, Uh, like fables, fables in the zombie apocalypse, kind of elements of twenty-eight. Yeah, it's going to be fables in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, fables with the zombie apocalypse is a really fun sounding premise, dude. Snow White awakens to true love's kiss. 28 days later. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, dude. That's yeah, not a line. I'm so that's not that. a that's not a draft line there. <laughs> and then You're the right. last the last book I got is uh Tower number one. And oh, this essentially this, looks rad, dude. this, this looks essentially rad. reads like Battle Royale. Yeah. It's got some racial stuff going on, though. Real-life contestants battle out in a video game-style competition to reach the top of the tower. Cassandra, Kimi, and Mac are thrust into a brutal and seemingly virtual world where danger lies in wait around every corner. With no time to solve the mystery of where they are or why they're here, they'll have to smarten up and join forces if they intend to survive using their individualized weapons and animal assistance. What? To outsmart deadly traps and ambushes. But loyalties will be tested. I read a pretty good article on this. Uh, so they all have animal sidekicks? What? I did not get that yeah, from the dude. cover here. I know, right? Yeah. Th- this book is a lot deeper than it solicit or the cover suggests. Um, yeah, dude. I think this is going to be really fun, too. I-, I-, I read an article on this uh, earlier this week. As you can tell, I don't do much at work. I just hang out and kick it on the internet all day. Anyway, holy shit. Big week. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Big week, man. Blue yeah, Book, a lot of Dark stuff. Horse um, for me. Uh, Immortal um, X-Men. And then, Immortal uh, X-Men is looking just, is something to look forward to. Uh, Superman's a big one to look forward to. Uh, GCPD, Those The Wall, should be a lot of fun. Week. Yep. Dave, anything, what are you looking forward to the most this week, brother? Oh, I'm. He don't know. He's he forgot the whole show already. I have not forgot the whole show. Well, Black Cloaks number two. Oh yeah, that looks good. That looks good. Yeah. Um. What was it? This Local Man. I want to check. That oh yeah, out. sure. The debut of Local Man over at Image. Yeah. Uh, good. I'm I'm digging the hell out of Plush, so I'm looking forward to I that. I know. I know. It's almost uh, over. I, it's like every probably, Doug Wagner book that comes out, I'm like, oh my god, it's almost over. Jesus, this guy. <laughs> I just can't wait for the next one. I, wouldn't it be really funny if all of Doug Wagner's books were in a connected universe? Dude, I hope that does not happen, but if he's listening, <laughs> you just gave him that idea. And he's a nice guy. The I've apocalypse met him before. is close. The apocalypse I, is close. I met him at the comic shop before. He is a really nice guy. No, he uh, is. No, I think I was there too. I think I was there too. Um... The Blue Book, number one. Oh, yeah. Blue Book is top of my list this week. James Tinian doing conspiracy shit. Oh, yeah. Like, awesome. Just, but man. And uh, I think oh. maybe since you guys are probably picking it up, I'll probably go ahead and pick it up too. Superman, number one. Just, just, yeah. to, just to stay should, on. Dude. It's Superman. It he's is the Superman. first. He's the, he's the, the fucking bookend. Of I mean, he is, he is the most heroes, iconic dude. comic book character and one of the most iconic characters, period, of all time. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's yeah dude. Always yeah. good if they can do a good Superman book, and I'm hoping this will be that. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm stoked. I, Josh I don't, Williamson I don't read is tried and true, man. I don't read much in the way of Superman. I read the DC books is generally the Batman universe for me. Yeah. And maybe Swamp Thing. Well, Batman deserves it. Batman definitely deserves his comeuppance. And- Nothing against Batman, uh, but, you know, a good Superman book is definitely a, a nice thing to have at DC. I like it when Batman and Superman are both good, you know? There are more better Batman books, but I think it's because there are just so many more Batman books. But the Superman books yeah. that are like the cream of the crop, they're cream of the crop of all fucking comics, dude. 
You know what I'm saying? And Batman yeah. doesn't quite get there for me anyway. Um, anyway, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We really appreciate it. Uh, come back next week, Sunday. We're going to do another show where we're going to talk about all of these books along with any comic book news that drops. Um, did you check out our pals, the Comic Book Bullies, last night on their show? If you didn't, you should. On these channels, also available over at OutrightGeekery.com. Go to that website. There's a bunch of links to everything we've got going on, including the stuff Eli and Leroy have going on over at the Comic Book Bullies. Uh, they just do a great pop culture podcast that I just love listening to. I love those guys so much. They're Eli a is, lot of fun. Eli is currently holed up waiting for a snowstorm to come two in. Two feet. He's in Minnesota. <laughs> They're waiting two feet of fucking middle of February snow to come. Two feet. Middle of is, February snow is the worst. Two feet of snow, dude. That's not I too remarkable imagine. for Minnesota, I imagine. No, it's not. It's oh, not. That would, that would end the world if it happened here. Oh, the National Guard would fucking be called in if we got then two feet of snow in Tennessee. They'd be helpless. There's nothing we could yes. do. Just, just pack it There'd in. There'd be We're people done. dying in the streets trying <laughs> yeah. to go get cigarettes. Okay. Get, no, it's go get milk and bread. You know, they got to get yeah. them milk sandwiches. You got to get your milk sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh and then we would never shut up about it for the next 20 years. You know, no. remember that? No. We, no, we, got. we we don't shut uh, up about the ice storm we had back in 92. I know, still, 20, 30 years ago now, we don't <laughs> shut the hell up about the 97 ice storm. Uh, anyway, yeah, everybody, we really appreciate you hanging out. Thank you so much. Uh, but most of all, thanks to these guys for hanging out with this guy. It's always a blast. fun. We are going to do it again. Next time. Same geek time, same geek time. You blew it, Gomer. Quick. I know. He, he was on his toes. He was I ready know. for you to spring it. I knew. Cut him off. Night, Andy. Yeah, night, Andy. <laughs>